Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know why I started the podcast with that, but it's a thing now. So hello, ladies and gentlemen, I should probably start off with something like lords and ladies and people of Westeros and something grand and epic, but I... I, I don't. So there it is. <laughs> Introduction done. My name is Natalie. <laughs> Tick. <laughs> My name is Natalie, and I am uh, the Game of Thrones recap respondent responsible for Raven on recaps and joining me every week as we approach season seven. Two weeks to go. <laughs> is my faithful, faithful companion and Batman, Stuart Late. <laughs> hello, Natalie. Hello, everyone. And I'm the is... Podrick Payne to your uh, <laughs> to your Brienne. <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. But um, you know, way to go putting tickets on yourself, Stu. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I hadn't thought of that, but now, but now I like that comparison even more. <laughs> yes. Well, speaking of Brienne and Pod. We are recapping, as we have been doing for the past few weeks, every season as we approach season seven. And oh my God, we've got two weeks. To, we're at season five. We're this at season week. five. Next week we're is season We're in familiar six. territory because this is where we started podcasting. It is. Yes, yes. that's right. We, um, we had wanted to do a podcast together for ages. And then I finally said, look, let's just... Let's just do a Game of Thrones podcast yeah. until we can think of something, <laughs> something more, else to do. more permanent. <laughs> and it's just really become a part of my experience totally, now too. Totally, mine too. Because we um, agree on a lot, but sometimes we, we have key differences. There are some things. I think there's something coming up this week, uh, which we we definitely didn't agree on at the time and we, pro- we might not agree on now. I'm not sure. Oh, I can't remember. But, uh, so if you heard last week's edition of this podcast, you will have heard me absolutely screw up our initial challenge of trying to remember what we can about the season. And we've just done it again where we put a minute on the clock and we see how much we can write down about that season that we remember in one minute. And last week I failed totally. This week I have failed again, but less so. <laughs> Once again, I did not do any sort of pre- catching up research or anything like that. I was just going from memory. But I've forgotten a lot more. But I think it's because I just didn't get to it all in time. And there was so much that happened in this season. Totally. I think everything that I've written is justified. And I just didn't get to the other stuff. And I think we were just chatting... <laughs> We were just chatting about how neither of us put anything about Daenerys on our list. Yes. <laughs> and it wasn't for want of, like, I know this season I had a whole thing in my uh, thought today where I was like, oh, my God, I have to mention Tyrion and Jorah being slaves. Yes. oh, God, and, yeah. and Tyrion being sold off for the cock merchant because he was a dwarf. <laughs> and that line was so great. And it occurred to me today and I was like, I have to write that down. And the Sons of the Harpy. Yes, oh, and, yeah, all that stuff. I mean, it was a crazy season for Daenerys, ending with her marrying someone being stabbed, or not him being stabbed, the harpies taking over, she escaping on the freaking dragon. And then Drogon saves the day. But, but <laughs> no one else. Everyone else Everyone else can stay there. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Bye, Danny. But I didn't write that down, but I was getting to it. I just only yeah. had a minute, and Absolutely. I had other things I had to write down first. <laughs> I, I, can, I can imagine. Yes, I can imagine there were certain things that were higher on your priorities. My heart's beating a little fast at the moment. Possibly because we had some very rich, delicious Vietnamese food <laughs> we, we before did. we started recording. <laughs> I don't know about you. I've, it was really good, but I'm like, oh, oh. It really hits you. I need a nap. <laughs> no, no, the, the food was delicious, but I do kind of feel like I need to just veg now. We, we definitely, we, we should we should watch an episode of Game of Thrones and then come oh, back. Oh, we should. But which episode from season five? Which one to do? Do you pick? All right. I'll well, read- I can think of one. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. I will start my list. Yes. 
I had the thought of going, this wasn't the series where Hodor died, is it? And I was like, no, 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 of course it wasn't. This was the series where Hodor never showed up. Uh, yes. so- <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Nothing from Hodor this yeah. time around. So I'll read my list first because we're taking it in turns and you mm-hmm. went last week. So first thing I wrote down. Yes. Hard home. Yes. Top of my list as well. <laughs> freaking Valerian. Well, I didn't say freaking, but I wrote freaking Valerian steel. Yes. Yeah. Because that was the big discovery that Valerian steel could kill, kill white, white walkers. walkers. Absolutely. And oh my Which God. Which I think that- we had known. We had known that before or something. Or, or no, because they'd been only. speculated, but yeah. Maybe it had been speculated, but I remember that scene where John is fighting one of the White Walker head honchos yep. and he's really gaining on him and John is... There were a lot of reaction videos, yes. is why I remember. There were Absolutely. heaps of people going, oh no! And then he finally delivers that huge blow with Longclaw and the White Walker explodes. Explodes, yeah. And everyone's just like, yes! <laughs> My boy John! Yep. Anyway, um, we'll get to that, no doubt. I then wrote, OMG, Stannis North. Yes, yeah, that all happens. Melisandre cracking onto John, Because <laughs> that's where she had a bit of that's, a go. That's right, yeah, that's right. I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> um, Stannis obviously then marched south, and I've written Burning Shireen. Burning no! Shireen, yes, absolutely. I then wrote Brienne Candle. Yes, I've Because got, yep, Brienne... Yep was faithful she went after Sansa and Sansa was at Winterfell because I've then written in very big capital letters Sansa rape Ramsay mm-hmm. no Th- <laughs> no Ramsay no Ramsay Theon torture and then I've written escape <laughs> yes that's right yeah. uh, with, with an exclamation mark because they jumped off the they do the impossible yeah leap. they do the big leap and then it just <laughs> at the bottom and this is where I was trying to start remembering other storylines mm. So I just wrote, <laughs> I wrote Dawn Bros, right. which is, I think this is where we have yes. Oh, yes, yes. Jamie whole, and Bron yeah, yeah. in Dawn. They have the, 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 the Ibiza holiday. Yeah. And then I realized, <laughs> then I realized that I was out of time. And yes, so I had to write absolutely. down the main thing, which yeah. was traitor death of beloved. <laughs> oh, yes. Which is the yes. death of Jon Snow. Death of Jon Snow. And I didn't write down effing Ollie, which is a surprise. <laughs> Oh, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. So, <coughs> Stu, your list. My list also starts with Hard Home, just yeah. right at the top in capital letters, because it's one of the best episodes the yeah. show's done pretty much Ever? up till now. Like, Was it that whole episode? No, it wasn't. It's or was the, there a bit at the start somewhere about else? about 40 minutes of the episode, though, because about 20 minutes of the episode is like other stuff. Mm. And then we cross to John Wasn't it a bit Hard of Home. Daenerys, maybe? Yeah, there's a bit like... of Daenerys. There's a bit of Cersei in there. Some of their storylines. God, I don't even. There remember. might even be a bit of Dawn in there. I'm not sure if they they they, they breeze through about two or three storylines really quickly. Oh, really? They obviously had some stuff to get to, but it takes about 15 minutes, and then we hit hard home, and we stay there for the rest of the episode. Mm. I should and have it's... written down awesome chick because she yes, was in that yes, episode. Yes, yes, there was too. Yeah, that's right. Really, really good episode. Amazing stuff. Obviously, one of the big set piece battles that they've sort of that we're going to get like every episode this season, which I can't wait for. Oh man, which is going to be incredible. Oh god, that sword thrust! It's oh, the first and then time. the Night's King raising his arms, and all the zombies came back to life. Come at me, Snow! Yeah, come at me, Snow! <laughs> oh, memes, memes, memes! So many memes! Are you as excited as I am? By the bounty that the internet is going to provide oh, yes. for us after oh, this. Yes. I actually was looking up today how to make a GIF from video because I don't know how to do that. Oh, and right, I was okay. like, I want to make funny GIFs for the internet. <laughs> or GIFs. 
We had this argu- I had this argument had this last week on the live chat on Facebook where I was saying, <laughs> just to clarify, I always said GIF. Mm-hmm. And then I read an article or something about the guy who invented it said, yes, it is GIF. And then ever since then, I've started calling it GIF. I don't. It's. <laughs> well, apparently, apparently it's the other way. Like everyone, everyone thought they were GIFs. Yes. And he came out and, and he said, came out and said, no, no, it's GIF. And everyone went, no, they're GIFs. But I always said GIF because Jeff. Like G E O F F. You don't say Geoffrey. I mean, do you? That's, that's I, true. I mean, we, we're not judging you if that's uh, your life choice, if you've decided to call yourself Geoffrey. Call yourself Geoffrey. Yes. Yeah. Well, Hard Home. So, Hard Home. I then wrote uh, Candle in the Wind, uh, which was. Oh, I was re- referencing Brienne. Yeah. I, ju- I just wrote John Stabbed. I wasn't quite as uh, passionate, <laughs> quite as, me. as, that's passionate fine. as you. That's fine. But then that's, uh, that's well documented. I said uh, Sansa and her no good, very bad day. Oh yeah. Stannis, true to the end, which I which I love. Yeah, I forgot to write that. Yeah. I, I mean, I wrote Stannis battle, but you know. Stannis in the battle, and he do duty. very much. Yeah, do your yeah. duty. What a great line! Just per- so oh, mm, I love it. I love that. Just the the, the character, like the character himself, is reprehensible. He an episode mm. ago, he burnt his daughter to yeah, death. Yeah, yeah. But just yeah, never just, just, that, just that writing never never wavered. Like true to the end. Yeah. True to himself. Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. The House of Black and White with, with Arya in Bravos, uh, which is all missed. great yep. stuff. Completely I think, missed that. I think she goes blind at the end of this season. She does, yeah. That's the big cliffhanger. There's a lot of washing bodies. And that's the big cliffhanger for Arya. A bit of fighting. It's, it's mostly oh, her because, just not... Yeah, something I completely forgot. She um, stabs Meryn Trant. Is it oh, Meryn Trant? yes. Or, it yeah. is at the end of this episode. Yeah, this is, this is the one Because she borrows the face and then she, she goes blind. She borrows the face and because she borrowed the face before oh, she was ready, that, she goes blind as a punishment. I don't know what it says about me, but that moment was almost erotic. Like the the the, the stabbing, the level the going of blind. satisfaction. No, no, yeah. no, not the going yeah. blind. The the stabbing of Meryn Trant. That, because that that is someone who has been pretty reprehensible. He's from always the start been the, awful, but yeah. you know he was he was really prominent in the first couple of seasons when he was torturing Sansa. Yeah, but then he dropped out. A he bit. kind of dropped away. Yeah. And so they introduced him back again as this horrendous predator, hmm. child molester. Ugh. So when she just stabbed him right in the eyes, mm. pretty it was, great. It was glorious. Pretty great. So good. I also had uh, High Sparrow, which is oh, this yeah. season. Yeah, this is the, this is the season he introduced. That's what was happening in King's Landing. I totally had King's a Landing mental blank line. of going, "What was happening in King's Landing?" Absolutely, and, and also, Cersei's shame, shame. I was about shame. to say the Cersei Cersei's plans always backfire. Is the other <laughs> thing I, I had, and as a consequence, shame, shame, shame. <laughs> Uh, so that that was my list. Um, now I didn't mention Dawn. I don't. Th- I don't think you did either. And that's yeah, probably I did. For the best. I mentioned Dawn. Oh, sorry. Rose. Yeah, the, the road yeah. trip. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mention it. With the it's sand probably for the best because and it's didn't mention how Hilaria goes nowhere and had the poison lipstick and because yeah, Marcella yeah. dies at the end. Marcella of the gets poisoned and yeah. and her her husband to be is stabbed through the back of the head. Yeah. Uh, has no consequence on subsequent events. And pretty never, brutal, though. There we go. It is pretty brutal. Brutal in the moment. Um, I I don't miss either of wow. them. And... Okay, so Stu, okay. quick poll. <laughs> quick poll for Stu. Yes. Dawn storyline. Yes. Greyjoy storyline. Now, how do you like? Which one are you got to pick? This is the, this is the thing. I find the Greyjoys tiresome, but I do understand how they fit into the broader plot. Whereas the Dawn stuff is other than Oberyn Martell. Is, awesome. is just we, we didn't need to go there. What was what was the end point of Jamie and Bron going to friendship, <laughs> adventure? 
other than getting more Bron, which I am always on board with. Yeah, and I, I loved I loved Jamie and Bron together, like Jamie and Bron having a buddy. Because he had road his trip. golden hand. At he this had his point. golden hand at that time, yeah. And so he couldn't fight with it because Bron, I think, yeah. had started giving him. No, he had his golden hand last had, season. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. He had his golden hand, but he had decided he he decided that he he was never going to be a good swordsman mm. again. So he took Bron along basically as his sword. Yeah. Like he's like you know protect me if she, if she yeah. gets sour. Um. So that was his thing, and so I don't know. It just like that that was fun. Um. Individual elements like I love the idea of the sand snakes. They're great, but they don't. Do anything? They just I sort remember of stand they were, there and they were hotly anticipated. Were, yeah, everyone was looking forward to them. They mm. hyped them up in the in the actual marketing for the show. It wasn't just the fans; like the show built them up and built them up, and then they did nothing except one of them like got cracked a boob, onto, got a boobs out. Yeah, at cracked one stage. onto Bron and yeah, got a boobs out. Yeah, like just nothing, nothing at all. Uh, we thought Bron was going to die because he got slashed by one of them and they used poison, but oh, yeah, then yeah. it turned out they just gave him the antidote and he was fine. Yes, so but they didn't nothing. have the antidote for Marcella. Yes, exactly. She did. She did. I was really surprised by that. I mean, yes, there was the... Was this the episode that started with the prophecy? This was the season that started the season, with the prophecy. The season, that was the yeah, very first the thing season. we see is Cersei getting uh, the prophecy from the witch as yeah, a child. The that m- says Molly the Frog or Maggie the Frog. Yeah, Maggie the Frog, I think. Yeah. Um, she, she prophesied that Cersei would have... Two kings or something, or she would, she would be the mother of two kings, or, or so, something very specific. Yeah, to Yeah, she would have like three so children, and they would all lie in a golden shroud or yeah. something. You will you will see them see them all lying in a golden lying, shroud. Yeah, yeah. And basically, you think you're going to do well, but boo sucks to you. Yeah. And yeah. look, she was right because all of that has come true since. All right. Well, where do we want to start with this crazy, fantastic season? Uh, it was a pretty we, good season. It I'm was, trying to remember. It was patchy in many ways. Like the Dawn stuff really drags it down. And there's a, there's one episode that we'll talk about that is... We'll talk about it now. Yeah. I got nothing. Okay, we're already... What episode are you talking well, about? Look, I'm, the, so the, let's the, start with the, the shit the, and we'll, yeah, move, we'll all move all the way up, up, all the way up to, to the freaking Hard Home yeah, and absolutely. Daenerys. And... The, big, the big weight dragging down this season is, of course, the Sansa um, Ramsey rape episode, which mm-hmm. got... Very bad reviews at the time. And in hindsight, I still stand by my opinion that it was unnecessary. I know you don't agree. Yeah, I I think in hindsight, it bears out Sansa's character journey. I Look, it was brutal. and mm. But I think they made, you know, creatively, they made the choice to focus on Theon. And they made the choice to not focus on her as a victim mm. of that, but to focus on Theon as the torture that he was being put under and how for him I think that was the turning point of him coming back from being Reek and get, getting his Theonness back. Sure. Now I'm not trying to diminish by saying no, no, that no, absolutely. what happened to Sansa. I'm not trying to do that. I'm not trying to say that a woman's you know torture was okay because it helped a man. I'm not absolutely. trying to say that at all. No, no. But I feel like there were justifiable reasons for sure. shooting it and portraying it the way they did. And I think that given Ramsey's reprehensible character, I don't think there was any other way. Mm. In the books, apparently, it's because it's not Sansa in the books, it's another it's person. It's another character, yeah. Um, I feel like if they... Apparently in the books, you just hear screaming in the castle and that sort of thing. For me, I... You know, I, I was horrified. I was mm. like quite shocked by it. 
but I wasn't to the point of going, well, that's it, I'm not watching this show, and that's it, I'm not, because... Oh, no, sure, neither was I. I was convinced of Sansa's inner strength and Mm. ability to bear that. and Absolutely. For it to not destroy her as a person. And again, I'm not trying to say she's she's been traumatized by it. And that's sure. very obvious in season six. Um, but I, yeah, I, I guess I just don't, it's really hard because I don't, I don't want to say things that I, I appreciate that people would have been offended. Totally. Yeah. And I appreciate people would have been really shocked. And as you say, thought that's not necessary, but given the world that we're in, given the characters we're in, I just feel like that was a truth and I don't hate that that no no absolutely absolutely i think that trying to pretend that it it wouldn't have been as bad for sansa is just sort of dulling that edge of that blade no absolutely especially with a character like ramsey yeah exactly i mean my my point is always that there's a couple there's a couple of prongs to it first of all that as you mentioned it's all about theon like that that scene sansa's sansa's arc doesn't change because of it like she's still on this overall arc of overcoming these horrible things that have been done to her and becoming more powerful take out that scene and it doesn't affect that arc very much at all i don't think um right even even if that event even if events like that still happen because i mean it's not the only time that that happens to her where it's implied that it happens a number of times so i think that it puts she had up to that point been trusting of Littlefinger to a degree and I think that that event yeah that's true takes that away mm. and that's what leads to her gaining absolutely that power but the, over the him. scene it, the scene itself is about Theon's reaction to that and the fact that it's a turning point for his character yeah so, so we, we have a, a sexual assault of a major female character in the show and the entire thrust of the of the scene is about the ancillary male Greyjoy character. <laughs> Um, and his arc. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it was handled... It, it, it's a, it comes at a very strange point in the series. It clangs. It really clangs to me. Okay. In a way that... In a way that other... Like, I'll defend most of the other horrible stuff that happens on the show. It's all in there for a reason. You know, it, it's in there for, for reasons. And, and so was this, but I think the show badly misjudged that Yeah, scene. I definitely think that they... I guess they felt that they had a solution. Yeah. By not having, because I feel like had it been focused on Sansa, it could have justifiably been called torture porn, really. It's like it would have been more horrific. Exactly. And and there's definitely, I think it definitely starts with the focus on her and it shifts to Theon. Sure. And there's also that really incredible fact that only came out probably after the season had finished, I think, that he had Theon at that point, or Reek as he was, Mm. was dressed in Rob Stark's clothes from the Red Wedding. Oh, I didn't. Like, I if didn't you go back, yeah. he like he had put Theon for the wedding in Rob Stark's in clothes, Rob Stark's oh, clothes. Right. and so <clears throat> that that was what Theon was wearing at right. that point. Okay. So there's this extra dimension of horror. Yeah, and and it gets. I mean, it, it sort of highlights the bigger problem as well, which is that Ramsay is a cartoon villain. Like he is a mustache twirling. Villain. I don't like get him as a really, mustache uh, twirler. Just, I mean, just so much like cartoonishly evil. In, yeah. in, a, in, a, in a in a world that had been set up in shades of grey, Ramsey and deliberately the showrunners have said this. They wanted a proper 
like villain. They they wanted someone that the audience could hate unreservedly, mm. and they got that. But I think they pushed it way too far, in the sense that like we we get that he's a horrible person. Well, we we understand that that he he's done horrible things yeah. before this 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 episode, and he'll do horrible things afterwards. Mm. None of it I really have a problem with, although collectively it sort of builds into this character that's a bit of a cartoon, but. This, it, it just, it's just like, okay, we understand that Ramsey is a horrible character. We get that. I don't think we need to have him sexually assault someone to, to, just, to just push it over the edge, you know? It just really... Well, here's the thing, because a lot of press that's been coming out now about season seven has people saying, oh, old mate, you're on, Greyjoy, he's going to be far worse than Ramsey. He's going to be the worst <laughs> villain. What do you think of that? Because I I think that if he's a villain in the style of Ramsay, that won't be very effective. No, that at won't all. be very effective at all. Especially because so, they only introduced him last season in like one or two episodes, and he's got a whole god complex thing going on that yeah. Ramsay didn't have. Absolutely, Ramsay was just self interested and yeah, you know, insane. And, but he didn't sort of think he was doing the work of the drowned god, which is no, what exactly old mate Euron seems to be on about. Well, that makes him a very different character, though, and, and I think. That could be interesting to see how that plays out. But if they're just trying to make another Ramsey, I don't know why you would do that. You had mm. Ramsey. People quite vocally didn't react super well to him. Mm. And I don't know why you would go back to that well. That's really strange. Mm. Um, obviously, they're locked in to a certain extent to what the books have done. Mm. But they're already well past the books. That they, they reached back to grab Euron from earlier in the books. Okay. So obviously he has a part to play. I it's yet to yet to be seen yeah. what that is. Obviously, I think he like Yara has teamed up with Danny now, and she's going to. I mean, this will be next week's discussion. But, yeah. but you know, yes. she's coming back, and he'll be the opposition to that. Yes. I imagine. So you know, we'll have to see. But you know, if they're going back to that well, that would be kind of disappointing because mm. we, we've seen it. We, yeah. We've seen that stuff, and. We saw him get his come up and so oh yeah yeah very much so well, again and, discussion for next week but and it, yeah, again and in hindsight I I did feel like at the, I remember thinking at the time they're building to something sure this sure. has got to be here for an eventual payoff for the for the people who are being terrorized and victimized yeah. and abused and that does come to pass and I'm not saying that I was a fortune teller or anything like that but I am saying that maybe I have a worryingly high level of tolerance for that <laughs> and I shouldn't I don't just but I, yeah. I I'm always interested in given that we live in a world where unfortunately we're not all Wonder Woman and totally. it's great to have Wonder Woman absolutely but the majority of us and you know that kind of crime does happen against women and they can't do anything about it and I'm interested in how those characters deal with it and how they survive and yeah. Sansa ends up taking a, an actual leap of faith to escape <laughs> totally yes. at the end of that series but how about just bringing in the Brienne kind of storyline because it starts with her and Littlefinger you know yeah. going off to Winterfell and she Brienne turns up in the tavern I think, I think and they, says, they, I, they cross paths in yeah, the tavern and, yeah. I, and, and says I will take you I'm supposed to guard you your yeah. mother asked me to and Sansa was like no no I'm fine yeah. which was her first mistake um, and this is this is the second star because she she's found them both, like yeah. and and both of them have said thanks but no thanks. Yeah, and so then she <laughs> sets up watch with Pod in a little yes. cabin, and she says, "If you need me, put a candle put in a the candle in the high window, bloody tower, I yeah, think, or the, the broken tower, yeah. broken tower, the broken tower." Yeah. Um, and there's that horrible moment where Sansa actually goes and puts the candle there, 
and it and goes on like a moment or two after Brian's Brian just has gone. just left. Yeah. Oh well, because what happened at that point is Stannis had arrived. Yes. And so she left her guard to yeah. go and seek vengeance on Stannis, yeah. and I thought that was really interesting because that that was that was a huge character moment for her mm. because she she finally it, it was the the first point in the series where she's put her own personal vendetta against 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 her, her, duty. her, her sense of duty. Yeah. And it's the worst possible time for that absolutely. to happen. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. That's, you know, that's great. That's a great moment for the show and yeah. for the character and everything. And we get that awesome final moment of Brienne finally killing Stannis like she promised to. Yeah, and stuff. do your duty. Do your duty. Do your duty. Fantastic. Um, well, Stannis. <laughs> let's let's go to Stannis because most of this season he's at Castle Black preparing yes. his yeah, yeah. assault. You know, on after he. Um, well, he has to go through Ramsay first. But after he showed up at the end of last season, yeah. So he's at, and and this is where this is where Jon Snow becomes commander. We should probably bring that. Yeah, up. they have the they have the uh, the election because he turns back up, having oh well, having defended Battle of Class or Black, and they then have the lotto, whatever it is. They have the draw, the, the ballot, yeah, the ballot, mm. lotto, <laughs> and twenty one, seventeen. 45. And, and the supplementaries uh, are Sam Tarly and Maester Eamon. <laughs> well, Maester Eamon dies. Maester Eamon dies. Yeah. Maester Eamon casts the deciding vote in the in the election. Yeah, for John. Is, for John. Mm. Which is very good because I think... Because um, John wasn't really running, was he? It was Sam who... I think Sam put him up to put it. Put him up, Sam yeah. sort of said, hey, you should do this. And he's like, uh, I didn't sign up for this. But he gets uh, an equal amount of votes with... Uh, Sir Alistair. Yeah. Alistair Alice, Thorne. Alice, Alice, Alice Thorne. Alice Thorne. And he's not happy. And Meister Eamon cast the deciding and vote. That's right. This is the season where he makes Ollie his steward. Yes. So he brings Ollie under his wing. Brings Ollie in. Trusts him with his stuff. Tries to help him out. Tries to develop his little Tries you know. to tries to like teach him goodness and morality and, you know, don't be a complete to people and but this is also the season what where he... does the little bastard do <laughs> natalie what does he do i don't know Stu. we'll get to that in episode 10 uh he 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 is at the same time becoming friends with torment because there's yes, this great change yeah, yeah, in their right. relationship oh and this is the season where he um executes mance yeah the first episode is that this happens um yeah uh, stannis says we have to uh, he says you have to swear fealty to me to Mance. That's because right. Because Stannis, Stannis is operating as if he is the king of the Seven Kingdoms. Yes. And he says, you must swear fealty to me, otherwise I'm going to kill you. And Mance says, well, I just fought a war so that I didn't have to do that, so I'm not going to do it now. Yeah, that's right. And I don't think it happens that way in the books, apparently. Yeah, Mance have, isn't I, dead I in think, the books or something. Yeah, but I thought Mance it was a really die. powerful, because that's where Jon Snow gets out his... Bow yeah, because they think that he's going to behead him or something, and it'll be nice and quick. And then he says, "Oh no, no, no! We're burning him. We're yeah. burning him at the stake uh, because I serve the fire god." And so that's gonna... that's right. And Melisandre says, "You know, they must. We must have yes. a burning. The Lord of Light the must Lord of have Light. his trinkets." <laughs> 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 she went very Dracula there for a bit. Ah yeah. uh, ha 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 ha! I children, want to drink your blood, the children of the night, fire god. <laughs> Uh, yes, so he shoots Mance. Jon Snow shoots Mance. Jon Mance Snow shoots Mance. Jon Snow snoots Mance. <laughs> Try saying that ten times fast. Uh, to save him from a grisly, save him from burning, fiery yeah. death. And Absolutely. he's, he's kind of like, you know, zero Fs given, really. He really <laughs> it's uh, like, bang. 
Just that's it. That. Kind of, kind of eyeballs, eyeballs Stannis, and then walks off. It's, yeah. it's pretty baller. And then, which is showing respect to Mance because Mance really—that's right. Yeah, he he developed a, a huge respect for Mance by the end of the. Yeah, he'd seen his perspective, season. which was actually mm. I don't want to be ruled by people, and I'm not a you know I'm not a terrible horrible killer. I just want to protect, be free, and protect my people. That's like, it exactly. He, realized that he wasn't a, a huge enemy and there's that lovely then romance or bromance between Tormund and John that starts yes. coming in <laughs> Tormund really come, I mean Tormund was great last season but he really comes into his own this season yeah and just yeah just being awesome all and, the time <laughs> and they start um putting the I'm trying to remember what happens is big gaps in the middle because I feel like I feel like there's death of Mance and then there's a lot of Stannis talking about supplies and well tensions like tensions start building because uh I think there's already wildlings there, and mm. some well, of the watchmen, through. some of the watchmen, including Sir Alisa, want to kill them all. Yeah, and John says, "Well, we're not going to do that. They're escaping the White Walkers. Just they want to be safe, just like we are." Yeah. In fact, I'm going to go and get the rest of them, mm. and that puts everyone offside. Oh, that's right. Because is that why he goes to Hardhome to rescue? That's why they go to Hardhome. Yeah, they, they yeah. say, "Listen." We're going to open the gates and everyone who wants to come through can come through. Mm. And there's like a lot of suspicion and mistrust on the wildlings part. They're going, no, you'll just kill us. Like, this is a ruse to for you to kill us. And he's like, well, do you have much of a choice? Like, you're either going to stay here and die or you can come to the other side of the wall and maybe die or maybe live. Like, And that whole sequence was set up really well because you, you did really feel like it was just going to be some scenes of negotiation. Absolutely. Because there was the awesome chick there and, sort of and there was out. another... There were just some cool dudes who were f- free people. That's it. And then all of a sudden they're like, well, we can't change their minds. And they're like moving back towards the yeah, boats. Yeah, so some, some people agree to come. Yeah. But it's, it's very, very few of them. Not not many. And then there's like an avalanche in the distance. Yeah. And all of a sudden figures start. Absolutely. And then you're like, like crawling oh, up. Yeah. And, and at before that, you at know that it, point, you're in the middle of a horrible yeah, surprise you, you attack. you don't realize how long they've been there, you know, just in terms of like episode time devoted to it. Like they... They're there for quite a long time, and you you sort of go, "Geez, they've been here for a while. This is mm. strange." And boom, then the zombies come, and everyone <laughs> they have that amazing, amazing battle scene. So it's so it's so well done, oh. so well done. I'm yeah, just the awesome lady gets goes out like a champ. She like, does, yeah. yeah. What does she? She saves her kids. I think. Sa- saves her kids. Yeah. I think about by yeah, just chopping up zombies and stuff. It's so good. And there's that real sense of panic with that battle, as opposed <laughs> yeah, it's to frantic. You know, Stannis's march south is deliberate and sort of trying to be strategic, but ultimately doom. Like there's a slow doom over it because they they have people start running off because they're all hired soldiers, so they can't pay them, so they start running off. Supplies are low, and there's lots of talk of Davos going, "We have to get supply lines and all that sort of thing." Davos just being generally sensible and awesome, and Stannis just ignoring him for the most part. And, you know, then it turns to, well, what do we do to help? And they start looking at Shireen and going, gee, yeah, yeah. Well, Mel- Melisandre does. And this is the thing. Like, Melisandre looks at it and says, you know, the Lord of Light must be... Yeah. And there's that beautiful touching scene, just to jump away a bit, but there's that beautiful touching scene where Stannis is like, hey... Because they actually were like an affectionate father-daughter. Yeah, absolutely. Which is they, so they, rare they, in this series. Yeah, and then they have that lovely scene between them. where Ned he's... and the girls and... I think maybe I, that's it. Like yeah, pretty certainly, much. you know, Cersei Lannister and Tywin Lannister, no love lost there. Daenerys <laughs> doesn't have a dad, but there's not a lot of familial. Uh, it was a really beautiful father daughter relationship. Yeah, and she even says, I'm happy to help and you're, you know, tell me what to do and I'll, yeah. I'll do what I can. And to he, help. he has that wonderful line. I think he says, you're, you're a princess 
of this of the seven kingdoms and you you deserve your place you know at my yeah. side or whatever yeah and i'm not going to hide you away anymore or something like that yeah. I, I can't remember exactly what he says but it's a great line yeah you and know this... you, you are you're a princess shireen of the house baratheon and you oh that's you, right yeah, something yeah. like that you know like he's like you're not some you're not some because she you know, was embarrassed prominent. about yeah. her grayscale but she but you know there's that sort of aching sense of because i didn't even you did you don't even think like he can't hurt shireen he won't hurt shireen she's gorgeous and yeah. innocent and pure and exactly and so kind-hearted and she taught davos to read and she's <laughs> it, it, sound, you know. it sounds so cliche she taught davos to read i know but it's true it's and, true it's what happened and so then this, and it actually works on screen it, it yeah. totally works and this horrible sense of creeping doom over that mm. battle sequence so when it actually happens and there was that scene where i think ramsey puts a surprise attack into the yeah, camp he, he and raid, five men they raid it that's it and there was <laughs> I just remember because I wrote, there was a, like a horse on fire that went galloping yes, the shot. Yes, that's right. And I referred to him in my recap as Charlap. Yeah. I was quite proud of great, that. Great, great pun. I was great really pun. proud of that pun. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, but there's this whole sense of this crumbling attempt and a, a yeah. assault. But as you say, Stan is true to the end. Whereas Hardhome had this panic and urgency Absolutely. and surprise and... Yeah, of everyone scrambling you to You know, that defend. real yeah. icy cold fingers clutching your throat yeah. sort of thing. And you, it, it honestly did seem like John was going to... like. To die, he was in this mortal battle with this White Walker. Absolutely, yeah. They were in a hut that was collapsing around them. You know, they're obviously more sprightly. They seem to be able to jump and move faster. Stampy the Giant was taken care of quite a few, though. That was that was very oh, good. Stampy. Stampy was around. Yeah. Was he at Hardhome? <laughs> yeah, he was at Hardhome. He was he was crashed in the corner, and um, I think one of the oh, that's one of the guys right. kind of says something to him, and he's like. But then John has that big moment of going, oh, my God, and that, that relief in his face yeah. of Valyrian steel kills White Walkers. It's just a... It, I remember it being like a frisson of... That's it. Oh, my God, there's another weapon that can and, kill... And, yeah. and, and then there's that, that mad scramble at the end to get to a boat. To get any, in the any boats, boat. Get yeah. in the boat, and we've got to get out of here. And they're just leaving people behind. People are falling all over the place. There's a fraction of the number of people that were there. And then the Night's King does his... Yeah. Does his come, come at me at snow. Come at me snow. Oh. Which is a great... Like, so, like, like we joke, but that is a great shot. Oh. That is just... That is iconic. Like, yeah. that, is, that is fantastic. That's one of the show's top 10 moments. Mm. Like, just he raises his arms and everyone gets back up except they're whites now. And this is the thing because John then goes back and episode... I think Hard Home was episode eight? Yes. Because what was episode nine? Was that Danny? I think uh, that was yeah, Danny. Yeah, Danny and the dragons and the and the slave, the fighting. Yeah, pit. yeah. But then John is talking, saying we have to fight. Like this is backing up his desire to have them all work together. Because yeah. he's saying we can't fight amongst ourselves. You know, the wildlings aren't the enemy anymore. Yeah. And then we see the traitorous traitor. Well, no, no, that, that happens at the end of season. Uh, at, the, at the end of episode ten. That's yeah. what I'm, I'm sort of getting to. Yeah, I'm yeah, skipping yeah. a bit okay, here, right, but. Right. You know, they call him out by saying, Uncle Benjen, it's Uncle Benjen, Benjen Stark. He turns up and there's nothing there except a cross with the word traitor on it or mm-hmm. something like that. Yep. And I, I just remember watching it going, what is that written? Traitor. Who's a traitor? And then <laughs> like it took my brain. My brain was just in a, obviously a place of nothing can hurt John. He just survived a massive freaking battle yeah. against zombies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To be stabbed by freaking Ollie Ugh. for the watch. For the watch. 
How was your reaction to that, Stu? Because I um, don't know if you know. Uh, <laughs> but I was kind of devastated. I, I I hadn't noticed. There is the video on YouTube if you want to look there at is, it. There is video evidence of this, yes. <laughs> My God, I sobbed. I sobbed and sobbed. And then I was just like saying to myself, it's a TV you, show. You cried it's real t- tears. Oh, <laughs> real tears. Because I... He's Jon Snow. He's the hero. He's, you know, and then, and then all of a sudden it was like, no, he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. Melisandre, she's there. She just came back because Davos, that's what Stannis had done. He'd sent Davos back to the castle to arrange supplies. And, and that's the only way he knew he could do the burning of Shireen. Yeah, absolutely. If Davos wasn't there, because Davos would have gone in and been like, nah, that's it. Done. Yep. Taking Shireen, you know, or he would have died for Shireen or. Yeah, Absolutely. So Davos is back at the watch, uh, back at Castle Black. Melisandre just trotted in looking very down in the dumps. <laughs> Turns out Stannis wasn't the Lord of Light, love. Oh, well. I wasn't, who wasn't Azor Ahai. So, and then, and then you start like, what is that? Seven stages of grief or five stages of grief. It was like <laughs> bargaining, you know, and then, and then he can't know well, Melisandre. I never reached acceptance and I'm glad I didn't well, because he came back. Well, you never had to. I never had to. You never had to. What was your reaction to? Um, I was genuinely surprised. I, I hadn't I hadn't been spoiled on it. I don't think uh, so. That was really good. I, I watched it and I was genuinely surprised because you're right. The show does do the thing where they really do put they put John in a lot of danger and he comes through it. And it's always you always get the sense that well, this is John Snow. This is one of the main characters mm. of the show. Even after all this time, you still think to yourself, well, surely he is safe of all the of all the ones. And ultimately, we're proved right. But there is this moment where they just kill him off. Just straight up kill him off. And, and he's Ollie, lying there in the snow. Ollie drives the knife into his heart. The little... She really doesn't like Ollie if you haven't picked up on that. <laughs> I actually... I genuinely dislike that character. <laughs> like, like other, other people have this reaction to other characters in the show. But Ollie really gets to me. Because... <laughs> because... Like, it sucks me in. Like, I... I I was invested in... You were once a small orphan boy. Who <laughs> was taken under the wing. Of a... I was once a small orphan boy <laughs> whose family was murdered, murdered by raiders. Yes. <laughs> the show kind of builds it up that, you know, he, he his family was killed by wildlings and so he has this un- unnatural hatred of them. But he's with John that entire time and John, like, goes out of his way to take him under his wing and mm. and shepherd him and try to... try to And show him Show that... him that, you know, that people can be different and, and what he was taught doesn't mean anything. And nope, doesn't matter, doesn't sink in. He's just a thick little shit who stabs <laughs> his mentor in the heart. <laughs> and he deserved to die and I'm glad that he did. <laughs> We can revel, yes, in, we'll revel that in that death scene. Yes, we'll revel in that death next scene next week. week. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's my uncomfortable moment of the show. Where I'm just like, yes. Yes. Twist, you little butt. You die. <laughs> so let's. Um, we've briefly mentioned Dawn, but uh, let's talk about the uh, Lannisters and High Sparrow and yes. King Tommen and. Marjorie and wasn't this the season where we saw Sir Pounce? Or was this this was previous? this was Sir Pounce, yeah. Sir Pounce that was season five. Might have been the five. previous one. No, I, th- I think it was this season because we, we spent a lot of time with Tom in this season. Tom because is this, this is where Marjorie was sort of sneaking into his bedroom and yes, yeah, making yeah. making him fall in love with her. And Absolutely, because he was a randy 14, 15 year old boy going, oh, this is my queen. <laughs> She's lovely. And attempting that. When was Loris arrested? Uh, it was this season. Was it this um, season? 
And, and yeah, that's the other thing that's going on in, in King's Land. The first couple of episodes, we see him cavorting around with. Oh, that's right, the, with a brothel, the male one prostitute. Of the, yeah, uh, that's right. Who was who was also with Oberon yes. earlier last season? They got around. They, they did, and but I, but I thought it was a nice bit of world building that he was the same one, mm. like he was sort of just around. But he then turns on Loras because the high, the sparrows kind of get they him and torture him, torture yeah. him and make him make him say stuff. Or not make him say stuff, he just confesses. Yeah. And uh, that sinks Loras because up until then, he and Marjorie had said, oh, no, 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 he's not, he hasn't engaged in unnatural acts. Yeah, perfectly fine. Perfectly fine, fine. No, not a trouble. They, and they were they, they both purge themselves. overly confident in yes. the, you know... they Because they, she's queen. This is yeah. the thing. She is the queen. She thinks, They're, if I say it, we're going to be fine. Mm. But as the sparrow, the sparrow likes to point out, well, we don't serve the, the earthly... Mm. Things the they didn't really adjust quickly enough to the new political reality. Yes, which was which was extremist largely, fundamentalists. That's right. Put in motion by Cersei, who comes to regret her decision. <laughs> she really does. Why did she do it? Well, she did, she did it. She did it to exert power over Marjorie. She yeah. she hated that Marjorie was now the queen instead of her. She that's hated right, that she was being called Queen Dowager Queen. She she was the the queen, queen mother. mother. She's yeah. the queen mother. She hated that Marjorie was competing for Tommen's affection. Mm. Even though she's his wife, but I mean, you know, mother, yeah. mother's-in-law, right? Well, Lannister and, women. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Seem to be close families. And just in general, she's she's that person. She's the scheming, power-mad person who always wants yeah. to be on top of things. So <laughs> She to, plans like four or five steps ahead, but not the 20 or 30 no. that you need well, in the Game of Thrones. Well, you're being charitable. She plans one step ahead, <laughs> and it's the second and third steps that always trip her up. <laughs> But yeah, like like that's and that's that's what she was trying to do. She was trying to get rid, take Marjorie off the board. She she didn't like Marjorie. She wanted to see Marjorie taken down. She thought the sparrows were the best way to do that. But like all of Cersei's plans, it blew up in her face. <laughs> you take particular delight in Cersei's. They do. They do. All of them do. I'm sorry. I'm just stating facts. I love the character. The character. She's a great character. I love Lena Headey in the role. I yeah, love. Yeah. I love Cersei, the character. She's a great character. No, it's just like you, set just, your, you just set your watch by, yep, and, and now she's now, bugging. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because it does. Every time she does something, it blows up in her face. Every uh, decision she's ever made in this show. And so her shame walk was the big, you know, and it, it was it was hyped up so much. It was, we eventually got to it in episode 10, I yes. think, where she had to do the big walk Was it shame. 9 or 10? Oh, it was, it was 10, 10 wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was yeah, the last yeah. episode. Because it was all controversial that she wasn't allowed to be in the church naked in Dubrovnik where they oh, filmed yeah, in, the series. In, in the, in and then life, they used yeah. a body double. And yeah. so she just wanted to focus on her face. And they used a body double for her yeah. naked body. And it was really powerful in the end. I think it was sort of hyped up to the point where I was a bit concerned about how well, this is going to really... play out. But it was really... And that, again, the memes with the shame. Shame, shame, <laughs> sister. <laughs> Uh, the um, sparrow sister, the, whatever it was, um, the yes. scepter, scepter. No, they I don't think call she them was. A, yeah, I'm not sure whether they called them that the sister. Something. Yeah, Nurse Ratchet, basically. <laughs> Pretty much Nurse Ratchet. Yes, once exactly. over the cuckoo's nest, showing shame, shame, and that's still a thing. Like yeah. it just now, you'll be you'll just be in conversation and <laughs> say something that's not appropriate. Shame, shame, shame. shame. It's it's nice when those things hit the. Uh, the cultural consciousness. Exactly. The zeitgeist. Yes. But also, just to before we 
move on from the sparrows, but this is the return of Lancel. Because remember, Lancel, yes, Lancel shows up. <laughs> had been this sort of skinny, weedy cousin in the first series. Yeah. You see Cersei. Cersei sort of, uses a Jamie surrogate. Basically. Yeah. And he disappears. Yeah. And then shows up well, again. Well, he, he fights in the, in the Battle of Blackwater. But yes, he, that's right. He gets injured or something and then he runs off. I think he runs off with Joffrey yeah. or something. But he's a page, essentially. He's mm. not a super fighter. And then he turns back up and he's skinhead, forehead stamped, yeah. fundamentalist loon. <laughs> and there's some lovely moments, actually, with his father, Kevin, who's Tywin's brother, who's yes. taken... I don't know that he's hand. No, no, he is. He, he gets made he hand was of hand? the king. Yeah. yeah. So he's hand to Tommen and doesn't really have time for Cersei's shit. But then she and Jamie and the reanimated mountain yeah. they walk into a small council meeting and she's like oh no no can't... no that's that's next season that's season six. Oh yeah yes. shoot damn it yeah because Cersei spends uh the latter half of this season in a dungeon that's right yeah sorry and we don't see zombie mountain until the what the very last uh, uh like the very last episode she she does her walk of shame back and then Kyburn says like oh yes that's right I've created I've got a new soul life Live! Oh, it <laughs> it's alive! Franken Mountain. Franken Mountain shows up. Mountain Stein? Mountain Stein, maybe. Yeah. We've been saying Franken Mountain. Sounds this like whole a refreshing time. beer, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, Mountain Stein. Enjoy Mountain Stein. <laughs> From the pristine waters above Dusseldorf, it's Mountain Stein. <laughs> For German water as pure as its politics in the 20th century. <laughs> Mountain. Sorry, sorry to all our German listeners. Uh, I'm sorry about that. That's <laughs> that's inappropriate. I think I saw. It's funny how just jokes, cliche jokes, just have life. I yeah. think I saw was watching a clip of Stephen Colbert talking about the that virus recently. One of those big hacking. Oh right, yeah. Want to mm. cry or something like that virus yeah. that shut down. The ransomware attack or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And he was talking about that and they said it even reached Australia and he played a clip of a federal MP talking about, you know, we know of two businesses that have been affected. And he, I mean, his accent was Australian, but it sounded more Australian when played In on, the an context of an American show. show yeah. And you're normally hearing people say, well, what's happening today with Donald Trump is... <laughs> and it sounded super Oz. Yeah. And then Stephen Colbert just proceeded to make a... Bunch of cliched Australian. That's not a virus. This is a virus. And dingoes ate my software. And I was like, really? Is that? I mean, it's been over thirty years uh, yeah. since the dingo thing. But sure. Also, a real thing that happened. Strange that, like, it's really weird. It's always really weird to me. Just a small part of me is always like, you know, a real kid got eaten by a dingo, right? I like, know. like Azaria Chamberlain. I think yeah. we. I, I was born just a few months after it happened. Yeah, as so, I, I was born after it happened. Yeah, yes, so it, but I mean, I if she was alive today, we'd be roughly the same age. Yes, yes. So I'm not saying I believe in reincarnation. <laughs> <laughs> no. What a do, horrible do you thing have to nightmares say. Nightmares about dingoes? No, no. I, do, I mean, I do fear them, but I feel that's <laughs> right. I feel that's just a normal thing that you should be wary of dingoes. But um, yeah, well, that you know, hey, it's Australia, and these things happen, totally. and. You know, people go swimming up north and get taken by crocs. It happens. It does. But also we don't have a massive gun problem. So Americans... <laughs> Swings and roundabouts. Yeah. It's always with Mary. I can't go to Australia. Oh, my God, the danger. I'm like, you literally live next to someone who has packing a fully automatic yeah. 
you know, weapon next. Okay, sure. But watch out for the crocodiles. That's right. Exactly. I think, yeah. Anyway, I, I love it. I know Americans aren't that stupid to think that we all <laughs> Most of have are. kangaroos bouncing yep. apart. But it is, I mean, it's funny when you're in Australia and sometimes you do go somewhere, maybe a suburb or something, and there's still like kangaroos will bounce past or something. And you go, oh, that is a bit cliche. <laughs> <laughs> That is a bit Oz, isn't it? Oh yes, okay. Or an emu kind of. No, there aren't that many. I was emus. about to say not, no. not too many, not too many emus around <laughs> I was, Brisbane. I, I want to just spread that rumor now. <laughs> oh, the emu infestation is. No, we don't ride. We don't ride kangaroos to work. We ride emus. We ride emus are much stronger bats. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, much, much better. Much better transport option. Much more comfortable ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, so where was I? You have a cat looking at you, Stu. I do have a cat looking at me quite menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, kitty. So, um, I know where we should go next. Marine. Yes, yes, because, I mean, neither of us wrote Danny down. No, nope, no, nope, nope. Pretty, Actually pretty important. Lots of stuff happened this season. Really did. Really did. <laughs> really worthy of us remembering yes, that. Yes, really, really should have done that. Justifiably should have remembered that. <laughs> but this is the big rebellion against her rule. It is, yeah, the Sons of the Harpy is this also, season. Also, Drogon's missing. Yes, yeah, so, so Drogon spends the... The series, uh, this season, just off. Um, I think he's already killed. He did stuff last season. Mm. He killed the killed the girl. and He's like a cat yeah. if you let cats outside. And occasionally, <laughs> like when I was a kid and we had two beautiful tabbies, mm. Molly and Sleepy. Oh, he's so cute. And we lived on property out in Albany Creek. If you live in Brisbane and you know the creek. Now it's a very built-up suburb. I was out there the other day for mm. something. Oh, I went to a Sex in the City trivia night at the uh, yes. Eaton's Hill Hotel. Mm-hmm. Eaton's Hill Hotel is this massive function center in the middle of the burbs. And they specialize in like a bit of baby boomer entertainment, a bit of like Prince did his after concert there once. Yeah, they're, they're a concert venue. They're, yeah, they're, yeah, like they're a, a concert a, venue. A mid-range concert venue. Yeah, well. yeah. But they'll do like really credible stuff. Yeah. Like Prince has his after party there. Oh, totally. Lots of, Obviously lots of not bands anymore. play there. Lots of, yeah, 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 yeah. But then they'll do like 90s night where you'll get all these, <laughs> you know, like the Venga Boys or someone playing Yeah, yeah, they, that's right. They, they have I really recently. have to go to one. But I went to this Sex in the City trivia night. Not bad. Sure. Got 36 out of 40. Mm-hmm. Good score. Didn't even place. Wow. Yep. Super disappointed in myself. Mind that. you, I mean, for specialty trivia nights, you always get the the hardcore like nerds of that particular fandom. Yeah. Well, first place was thirty nine. Yeah. Second place was thirty eight. Yeah. And then there were five teams on thirty seven. <laughs> so they had to do like a you know a first past the post kind of put your yeah. hand up quickest answer the question. Absolutely. And yeah, I was really disgusted with myself mm-hmm. that yep. I that I didn't help the team. <laughs> to better victory but some of the questions were super easy in fact most of them i guess that's why we all got you know 36 and higher yeah but then there were just a couple that there's tripped. always a couple in there just, that like trip you up yeah it was annoying i was very annoyed with myself partial to a bit of sex in the city it's really kind of weird when i started watching that in my late teens you know and they were all women in there early to late 30s over the sure. course of the season i'm now in my <coughs> 30s at some point <laughs> let's say mid still mid it's really weird watching it again now because i'm like oh i think i think i'm supposed to have my life together a bit more <laughs> like but, the girls on but, sex in the city they didn't wasn't that the point that they didn't have their well, lives together I mean, and they were figuring look, it out sure but at the same time they were also owning property in new york well yeah but like that's, that's pretty that's always been unrealistic like friend the friend's apartment would have cost like 
millions of dollars or something, <laughs> even even at the time. Yes, well, true. But, the, you know, you kind of feel like, oh, oh I'm such a Miranda, you know? Um, <laughs> I'm not, I, don't, I don't think I'm any of the Sex and the City girls. If you think uh, Stu and I are Sex and the City char- character types, phone in. And Stu is a Samantha. (laughs) (laughs) I get that reference. I was about to say, I'm not familiar enough to make a joke about which 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 tiny minor character I would be, but sure. Now I'm thinking, if you know what tiny minor character Stu would be, nah, you'd be like Steve or Who's the other one who's dependable? Like Harry. One of one of the the parade. One of the good guys. One of the good boyfriends that sort yeah. of wanders in and then wanders out again. Well, they're the ones who last, and they're the you know. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah. I thought they didn't though. I thought she went through a bunch of them. Oh, not Carrie's boyfriends. No, oh, right. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to be Carrie's boyfriends. No. no. Um, but Miranda's and Charlotte's and right. they ended okay. up with good good men. Okay, sure. You're a good man, I'll Stu. Ta- I'll take that. That's right. <laughs> but you're mostly a Samantha. Um, <laughs> I'll take that too. What are we talking too. about? What would Danny be? Danny would be... <laughs> Let's do the... Se- which Sex in the City character would every Game of Thrones <laughs> character be? Sex in King's Landing or something. <laughs> I, was try- I was trying to come up with a mashup. I'm like, what is it? Sex of the Thrones or... <laughs> Sex of the Thrones. <laughs> Thrones <laughs> in the City. <laughs> Thrones in the City. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Look for a random on the spot theme tune mashup. Pretty good. Not bad. Pretty good. So yes, Danny is, and this is the season where forget Danny. Let's talk about Tyrion on his way to Danny. Yes, exactly. Because he is in a box. Yep. He sure and then is. he's in a, uh, uh, what are they called? Varys has him in a box and then in a in a, a carriage or a car- something. Yeah, yeah, a carriage. And he's, he spends an episode just in a carriage drinking. Yeah. In a box drinking. And, and, in yeah, a carriage and drinking. He, he and Varys have a bunch of scenes together yeah. and it's the best. It's pretty. Because like previously they've had a couple the of scenes together. Romance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they've had scenes together before and it's always been good. Yeah. And then they just get to snipe at each other <laughs> on this crazy road trip across Essos. It's sort of where Tyrion's having a bit of a crisis of conscience, isn't it? He? he sort of doesn't care anymore. Yeah, well, he's at his lowest point. Yeah. He, he's sort of everything in his life has turned to crap and he's now in a box, not not allowed to do anything. And he, they turn up at Volantis briefly and he goes into a brothel, I think? Uh, or is that the yeah. Greyjoys a season later? <laughs> it could be. Because they also turn up at a That's brothel true. in Volantis. No, I think um, I think it's true. I think he does he does go into a brothel and then he's like, well, I'm not really not into this right now. That's right, uh, yeah. Because oh, but just... isn't there a woman there who's dressed as Danny? Is that uh, Oh, Isn't there this no, like, I'm no. the mother of... I, I, is that something to do with Jorah later? I think Jorah... No, well, Jorah's with him, I think. That's no, what no, he Jorah, means, Jorah. Jorah kidnaps him. That's right. To take him, he's going to Danny anyway. This, this is what I love about this crazy. That's uh, right. Yeah, of the season. You're a kidnaps <laughs> right. Tyrion, and Tyrion's going to be his bargaining chip <laughs> to get back on the inn with Danny. That's right. That's the whole thing. Except Tyrion was going there anyway. <laughs> but having said that, he wouldn't be a bargaining chip if he. That's right. Exactly. And they sail through Old Valyria. They do. Yes. The smoke and the salt. That's it. And this is where Jorah gets touched inappropriately. <laughs> Touched by a dragon scale. Touched by... It's grayscale. Grayscale. Yeah. yeah. But dragon scale makes sense too. Touched by grayscale. The Jorah Mormont story. <laughs> 
And he doesn't show Tyrion at first. Yeah, or he keeps it. Uh, I don't think he ever shows. I don't know if he ever shows. Because he just kept saying, don't, "Did they touch you? Don't let them touch you." Yeah. But doesn't then sort of. But he does that whole that classic movie thing of rolling up the Looks, sleeve. Look at the thing. And looking there's at a the, mark. Looking there's at the mark. One fingerprint. Rolling it down. Meaningful look into the middle distance. Yes. Move He's on. so good at that. Very Ian Glenn. Good. Ian Glenn. Great middle stuff. distance staring. Yep. On point. Mm-hmm. Um, they eventually get there and. Danny throws him out again, I think. Or no, no, no. They end up. Sorry, they get kidnapped by slavers. They get kidnapped by slavers. Yeah. And they want to sell Tyrion as a funny dancing jester because uh, he's do a they, dwarf. Or do they want to? No, they or want they to. Just kill him. They want to kill him. I think because they say he'll he'll be of no use. Like there's no That's way. That's right. And, then and they, he says, "No, no, I can fight. I can totally fight." Yeah. But then the the uh, I think it's either Jorah or Tyrion, or oh no, I think it's one of his offsiders says. You know, I've heard that like dwarf penises yeah. <laughs> fetch a lot of money yeah, on the open yeah, yeah. market. He's like, right. This this the, dwarf does not die until we find a cock merchant. The dwarf lives until, until we, we find, find a, a cock, cock merchant, merchant. Which is possibly my pick for line of the series. Yeah, so good. Like, you know, you can keep your winter is coming. Yeah. You can keep your, you know, I will break the wheel. <laughs> the like the Dracaris, dwarf lives. The Dracaris. The The dwarf lives until we, get a co- until we find a cock merchant. <laughs> So good. Line of the series. And then, that's right, because they didn't think Jorah would be much too, but he was like, I have experience. Yes, yes. yes. He says, they... I'm, I'm I'm, a Westerosi knight. Yes. I have fighting experience. I can be valuable to you and I can fight in the arena. That's right, because this is all about Danny opening up the slave pits because they wanted, you know, hey, you've taken us over and freed us, but we want to have our slave yeah, we fights want, again. We want our fight. It would, be, it would be like a new ruler taking over and saying... No, no, no. I don't like this tits and dragon show you that you all seem to like. It's cancelled. We're never watching it again. We would understandably be outraged. True. Okay. I take it from that point. And it's where the Sons of the Harpy start coming in. That's right. Yeah. Causing trouble. attacks and killing people. Isn't this where Barristan Selmy Yeah. Barristan dies? Selmy dies uh, fighting... Takes a lot of them with him. Yeah. And, and I think Grey Worm is fighting too. Grey Worm gets, Grey Worm gets injured, badly but, hurt. Yeah, but, and but he Selmy dies. Uh, and Miss Sanday is there to tame his brow. <laughs> to cool his brow. Which means it's time for an episode of... Oh, living at home with Grey Worm and Miss Sanday. You are injured. Yes. Living at home with Grey Worm and Miss Sunday. Such a good show. Oh, it's a great one. They I need love to it. green light that. Absolutely. That spin-off. Yeah. Spin-off. They're looking for spin-offs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had the idea recently, Pat and Natalie, twenty seventeen, of a TV show. Because you know they love meta TV shows. Yeah. You know, like they have episodes and stuff, which is or ex- uh, about episodes about TV, TV shows, shows about, about TV shows. TV shows yeah. I had the idea of a TV show about a TV show that was a spin-off and it's called Spin-Off. Wow. So the conceit is there's a really successful show in the in the universe, but this is about the troubled they're, spin-off they're trying version. To make the spin-off version. They're trying to make the trouble. So you'd see glimpses of this amazing show. <laughs> you know, and then in this, flash this or characters who played yeah, characters who played characters on the main show yeah, sure. and then in real life and doing guest stars and stuff for they're trying to make this spin-off show happening or something like that or how it's never quite as successful yeah or something like that either that or it's a show about like pr firms called spin-off <laughs> 
Basically, that, you've got the title and you're looking yeah, for a concept. Yeah, I just got to work out the yeah. concept. But I feel like the show about the show, because people love those shows about shows. They do. But if you had, you know, a sort of quite sad or, you know, not quite as good. Or you flip it and the sp- it's about the show that does really, really well compared to the original show. Yes. And it's focused on someone from the original show who's bitter. <laughs> the new show and tries to sabotage it or something. Yeah. If you have money and want to finance me to write your TV show for you, please contact via facebook.com slash Natalie's Throne. <laughs> I am available to write your TV shows. Please give me lots of money. <laughs> I am not a crackpot. <laughs> I find that any sentence or any sort of declaration can be made just better by saying, I, I am, am not, not a crackpot. Crack <laughs> Thank you, The Simpsons. <laughs> Teach so, your mother, secret lover. that and so many things. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, I mean, can you imagine a world without The Simpsons? I, I literally cannot. How it's, it's... It's been with me for as long as I can remember. Yeah, me too. And I re- I'm, I think I'm supposed to be the same age as Bart Simpson. Like if you go back mm. and calculate yep. the ages of when they started and stuff, I'm sort of the same age as Bart. Yep. So it's me, Bart Simpson and Azari and Chamberlain. Azari Chamberlain. <laughs> Ooh. There, now there's a concept for a TV show. There's that you know what? <laughs> Ultimate road trip. <laughs> um, yes, so Tyrion, awesome yes. form. Jorah actually goes and fights in the slave pits. That's right. In front of Danny, who sees him. Meanwhile, she's had Oh, that's right, because they, they but how do they get back? They get back to Danny. No, well, they, Tyrion they, gets to Danny and tells I think Tyrion gets away or something. He he escapes. Yeah. Does he? He must do. Somehow. I think he escapes and he goes to Danny. Yeah. And tells him about Jorah and she tries to banish him again or something. Yeah. And but, he ends up in the slave pits. And then he voluntarily goes back. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, so they, they escape. They show up. She tells him to leave. She tells Jorah to leave again. Yeah. And, and she asks he, Tyrion what she should do. And he says, yeah. well, you know, maybe you could kill him, but he does seem to love you. So maybe let maybe him just go. Let him go. And then he goes into the pits, maybe to prove himself. I think he's just trying to get near her because that's at the end. Yeah, scene. he finds out there's going to be like a big fight, and yeah. he says, "Look, let me fight for you again. I'll I'll fight well for you." And that in the meantime, she has had to make a marriage of convenience to one of those freaking slave former slave owners' yeah. families guys who wears too much eyeliner and has there's a so much and eyeliner. has a ridiculous uh, fantasy name. Yes, like Hisdar Al Lorak or something. I think that's literally it. Is yes. it? I think that might actually be Wow. It. That's amazing that I remembered that. That's amazing. Was that yeah, the one Hizda you Al-Lorak. was that the one you called the Lorax? Yes. Was that it? Yeah, yes, yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. The Lorax. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he died, didn't he? He did. Yeah, so he got speared at this He was killed engine. by the Sons of the Harpy. Yeah, where... she was in that beautiful white gown. And, ended, and of course, Jorah has just defeated her. And then he, I think he throws the spear to kill one of them. Yes. And so yeah. that's when she realizes, oh, he, you know, he's still good. Yeah. He still cares. He still cares. I remember that. That was really lovely. He's like, oh, I love you. I can't, can't do anything but love you. But Tyrion was still cynical at that point because I think he was sort of mostly drinking wine and through that whole battle, but ends Pretty up much, on the yeah. field kind of, oh, shit, what happens now? Yes, exactly. And you get that horrible sense because the there's a circle around them and yeah. the, the, the sons of the harpy are closing in. There's Unsullied there. But, yeah. And, uh, you know, Grey Worm's there. All of them are there. Yep. So we're like, which ones are going to die? Yeah. Turns out none of them because Drogon Yay! shows up. After teasing it for the whole series... In comes He'd Drogon. had a couple of moments where he'd turned up and sort of perched on the rooftop and yes, Danny had gone out yeah. and gone, oh, hello there. And he'd gone, nah, bye, off no, again, out bye. Again. 
<laughs> but he manages to turn up in the Nico time and uh, Danny gets on his back and Kills she... a whole bunch of people. Yeah, like, yeah. Rips them apart, burns them. Yeah. But crucially, uh, they do actually cop some hits. Like he cops some spears to the neck mm. and mm. a couple of things. Like the show kind of showing us and possible foreshadowing that the dragons are not invincible. No, they're not invulnerable. They're, they're not invulnerable. They're, they're animals. And, and they in can fact, be, they can be killed. In the Field of Fire, which was a big battle that happened back mm. when Aegon the Conqueror took over Westeros... I think it was against the Lannisters. Maybe it was. I uh, know it was pointedly not against the Lannisters. No. Um, it was against most of the other people. It was against somebody. Anyway, that was. Actually, sorry. No, I, I beg your pardon. Was it there? The, Lans- the, uh, the Starks weren't there. Yeah, no, the, the Starks, Starks weren't there. Because yeah. the Starks knelt. They, the Starks the king knelt. Who knelt. And, no, no, yeah. but at some point, Rhaegar's sister was flying a dragon. Maybe it was somewhere else, but the dragon got speared by an arrow. Yeah. Fell out of the sky hit the ground, died, and she died as well because she fell out of the yes, sky. Yes, yeah, yeah. So they are invulnerable. They, they, sorry. They, they are, are vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yeah. So they're, they're basically nukes, but you, they're not all They're not all conquering. Like, like you've got yeah. to use them properly. Yeah. Care for them. Brush their teeth. <laughs> Put them to bed at night. Sing them songs. And Stroke their scales. Stroke their scales. Uh, and so then we have Daenerys turn up. In the Dothraki Sea. Yeah, Drogon just lands in the middle of the Dothraki Sea. And, and there was this... She gets captured by a, yeah, a, a Kalasar. There was this weird thing where a lot of people were like, how did she change clothes? Because her dress had gotten covered in soot from riding a dragon in the air. Yeah. And so her dress had gone from bright, pure white to a kind of a muddy, bluey, muddy yeah. colour. And everyone thought that she'd changed oh, right, outfits. Yeah. <laughs> and the other thing about Danny I was reading somewhere is that even when she's wearing dresses in the show, she always has her pants on, like her riding pants on underneath. Yes. So she's never not a warrior horse queen, if yeah. that makes sense. She's exactly. Yeah, yeah. That she, she's, that's part of her. Rocky, yeah. yeah. Which is interesting. And also I guess her hair's always in braids of some sort. And that's that Dothraki they're all about the braids. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty that's sure like her hair's always thing. always got a braid in it somewhere. Right, okay. Um, unless she's, you know, having a bath or something. But I just I just assume that was the costumers making pretty hair for her. But... No, no, I think it's really tied to the okay. Dothraki braids. Oh, well, that's cool. That's, you know, really they, cool. They that's something I've never picked up on. They don't cut their braids? The 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 Carls, the Carls yeah. yeah. So, you know, if the, the you win a battle and you get a braid or something like that, yeah. it's a big honour thing amongst the horse people. <laughs> Um, so who else have we got? We talked a, bit, a little bit about Arya over in Bravos with the yeah, House she's, of Black and White. She gets there. She has to, to become be, no one. Yeah, trying to be uh, no Is this one of the mummers or was that season six? That's season six. That that's is season next six. Season. We'll talk yeah. about that next week. Um, I think we've covered most of it. I mean, surely, of course, we haven't coved all of it. But we've given it a red. I, red I tell hot you go. what, we've given it a red hot go. We, we, we've covered all the big uh, points, and I think, like it was, as we've said, it was a it was a very strong season. I felt it was brought down a bit by the Sansa Ramsay stuff. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, other than that, it was pretty good. Oh, and the Dawn stuff, and we haven't really talked too much about Dawn, but why should well, we? Because there's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. And we, we've basically given it the attention it deserves. Did we uh, even see the other Greyjoys? Like, did we see Yara? No, 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 no nothing, nothing like no. that. And also, Bran was famously yeah. absent this season. They sort of took a season off on him. He was just... Basically you know, because there was nothing for him to do. Like, there was... We, he was just chilling out. He was having his spirit quest. And they kind with, of set that up in the first episode of season six. It was yeah. like, oh, you've been doing this for ages. Yeah. And you're like, yep, okay, that covered that off. <laughs> Didn't need to see any more of that. But I do know that it was funny because when they came back, he was like huge. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the actor yeah. had actually like shot up. Because he's super tall. Yeah, absolutely. And if you, I saw a picture of him today because um, obviously press for season seven is coming out and there was some um, interviews and things uh, that I saw. And there was a picture of him sitting next to Aidan Gillen, who plays Littlefinger. Yeah. And he's, you know, just sitting next to him. Yeah. Towering above Aidan Towering Aiden above Aidan Gillen. Gillen. He's got to be six foot already. <laughs> and he's a lanky... T- and they have to kind of really, you know, well, bundle for- him fortunately, up. Well, yeah. fortunately, he's sitting down exactly, for most of his scenes, exactly. so it's fine. It's not as big a problem as it could be. Mm. Did we have anything else? Other character... Other- you know, we yeah. I, I'm trying. I'm struggling to think of anything. That's what well, we've we've hit all the high points. This yeah. is, it was a it was a really good season. It was a it, great season. Hard Home is a series highlight. Oh. I don't know if the season. I don't know if season five is better than season four. If it's we're a, going yeah, by it's a tough one. If we're going just by like set piece set pieces and and just like internal consistency and everything being really really good. I don't know. It's it's a it's a hard one to judge. Mm. For for me, like it definitely isn't as good as season four. I think season four is like maybe the best. Season three or season four of Game of Thrones is wow. I reckon top, season top six notch. is pretty damn good. Season six is pretty good, and we season will talk about that. There. And I, I guarantee you that season seven and eight will be up there as well. But oh, man. we'll talk all about that. Oh, it's only got two weeks to go. I'm so excited. I'm also terrified. (laughs) What if I'm not funny and I've lost the ability to write the funny? (laughs) Oh, God. I start every recap by going, I can't do it. This week is going to be the week. (laughs) So, yes, if you are listening and you would like to jump on board my Patreon train, uh, patreon.com slash girlclumsy, or you can just head over to facebook.com slash Natalie's Throne, like the page. I'm trying to get more likes to that page Hmm. because... I've got about 1,800 likes on there. And I'm sure there are more Game of Thrones fans out there who would like to read the recaps. Totally. So recommend a friend, tag a friend, post a picture, write a comment, say hello. Pretty obviously, we do no advertising for this. Like there's no No. other way than word of mouth that this gets out to people. Yeah. So thank you you so much. Yeah. If you are a supporter, we love you. If you are on the Patreon campaign, thank you so much. I have amazing Patreon supporters, so generous, and I'm absolutely chuffed that uh, so many people like them so much. So we'll be doing some fun stuff. I've bought some more equipment for our podcast so we can do live chats. Mm. Um, I've bought a little tripod thing so I don't have to hold the camera (laughs) and get a sore arm. So, yeah, it's all slowly happening and two weeks man so this time next week we'll talk season six yep and then we're into it then we are into season seven. Oh man it I don't is even... so close i can taste it oh it's be and fantastic. bit of sizzle we might have a special extra bit of podcasting yes going to drop sometime in the next week or so sometime but between now and then that's a special uh patreon bit of content so if you're uh patreon subscriber keep your ears peeled because you might be getting some extra 
loving <laughs> from us. But uh, yes, whether, whether you want it or not. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's how it goes. This this is happening. Stu, as always, thank you so much for you, your dulcet tones and critical analysis. Uh, thank me so much for <laughs> random Jon Snow. What's that word when you... Um, what's the word ogling. when you... Ogling. No, but you, when you... Um, uh, what, what, is it, what is it when you do something to a... When you, objectify. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the word for random Jon Snow objectification. Tune in next week because yes. he's naked in the oh. first episode yeah. Yeah. and the second. Uh, we'll be going through that in minute detail. Yes. So until then, as we always like to say, Vala Mogulis! The dwarf lives until we find a cock merchant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs>